Blog Talk Radio. Well, good afternoon and welcome to the Dr. Fred Says Show, where we bring you live from Miami, Florida, Dr. Fred Valdez. And each week we talk about the state of health in the world today. We've been covering essential oils, the Ameo Division Essential Oils of Zeej International for the last, oh, several years now, I think almost two and a half years. And today we're covering an oil that has never been covered before by us. And Dr. Valdez has done some interesting research on sandalwood and sandalwood and its aphrodisiac qualities. So here's an interesting show for us to listen to. (laughs) And uh, just in case you're not familiar with Dr. Valdez, presently he teaches part-time at a medical school that's close to Miami. His background is emergency medicine, and he's spent many years studying complementary medicine. Within his team are doctors, chiropractors, therapists, alternative healthcare practitioners, and professional athletes. So on that note, I'm going to pass the call over to you, Dr. Fred Valdez. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. <laughs> Thank you, Denise. And uh, this is a great topic of the show today. Uh, and I thought, you know, uh, Valentine's Day, I don't know if they have it in Canada as well, right? Uh, the 14th? <laughs> I, think I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> But uh, the state, uh, you know, Valentine's Day is next week, so I figure, you know, this would be a very appropriate uh, topic to to discuss. Uh, And uh, it's about the essential oils that we've been talking about, and especially sandalwood. And, you know, sandalwood, uh, let me just say something I was thinking about when it comes to oils. Uh, You know, here's the thing. Something that has been used for thousands of years and still remains, and people still use it, right off the bat, without looking at studies and so on, you know there has to be some value to it. Because if it hadn't worked, if it hadn't produced any results whatsoever, it would have long been gone from, from society. It would have disappeared. So, and yet, you know, essential oils uh, remain and remain and remain, and they have been used, again, for thousands of years. There's biblical references to a lot of the oils. And, you know, so, so they go that far back, and, and today we still have the same oils. Uh, including some that were not available uh, many, many years ago. So sandalwood is, is a very, very interesting oil. Uh, it, it's from the sandalwood tree. And a couple of things about the tree, uh, you know, areas of concern, uh, because of the, the rise in the essential oil industry, okay, uh, you know, which is projected to become a $62.4 billion, with a B, dollar industry in the next couple of years, many companies are jumping in the bandwagon of, of essential oils, you know. And, uh, you know, at some point uh, we have to be careful uh, with the sources, uh, and especially with sandalwood, because sandalwood, the older the tree, the older the tree, the more pure, the better oil we get from the roots of the tree. So it's something that has to be harvested, and it takes between 40 and 60 years Okay, for a tree to be fully grown in order to get the best essential oil from the roots. If you take it from a younger tree, uh, the quality won't be the same. It hasn't matured to the point that it produces the same components. So that is something of concern. And from the research I did for this job today, uh, Australia is the one country that's really taking care of practices, using practices to preserve and, and, and assure the sustainability uh, of these trees, so we have this high quality uh, sandalwood essential oil. So you know, sandalwood. The references go way, 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 way back. 
And, uh, you know, it's a lot of therapeutic properties of sandalwood that have been more than proven. And, of course, the first one that we talk about is relaxing. It's a relaxation. You can put a few drops of sandalwood uh, before stretching, before you do your yoga class and so on. So it relaxes, it sets the mood. Uh, and, you know, it's being used for prayer. Many religions use sandalwood for prayer before quiet time, uh, either applied to the body or uh, through inhalants, you know, aromatherapy. Now, mental clarity is one of the things that it's also uh, produced by sandalwood oil. Uh, you know, it helps you focus a little bit better. And these are the things that we can mention as, as an astrogen, uh, meaning that it can induce minor contractions on soft tissue like gums and skin and so on. Uh, you know, so many aftershaves and facial toners actually use sandalwood uh, to help soothe and tighten the skin. It also has antiviral properties and antiseptic. Most oils have that. Uh, and it's also an anti-inflammatory. So if you have a lot of skin conditions, uh, you can use sandalwood uh, to decrease inflammation. Uh, markers in the body called cytokines, and that's the way it works. You know, it works in the cytokines. And it's also like spectrum if you have a flu, and this is still flu season. Uh, you know, it's a big, big snowstorm, huge snowstorm coming through the uh, northeast United States. So it's still flu season. We did a couple of shows talking about the flu. Well, it's like spectrum. It actually helps you uh, uh, cough and, and, and remove you know, mucus from your throat. And it's also hypotensive. It, it all, because of the relaxing capability, it helps you, you know, control your high blood pressure. It helps you lower high blood pressure by relaxing you. And, you know, perhaps when we say words like that, like high blood pressure and so on, again, this is a great, great point on the show to say, and we have to do this. Of course, it's an FTC compliance issue. Uh, that none of the products we talk about here are meant to treat, diagnose, mitigate, or cure any diseases. And all that said, folks, the, the one difference, not just with sandalwood, but with a lot of the oils we don't, we've been talking about, is that, yes, they have been around for thousands of years, but in the last 10 or 15 years, the big difference has been that a number of very serious clinical trials have been conducted. I'm not talking about clinical trials at the University of Timbuktu somewhere with 10 people. I'm talking about studies from major universities here in the States and, and some other countries that have studied the compounds of essential oils and how they affect uh, systems in our bodies. And they have proven their efficacy uh, without question, definitely without question. And the evidence is actually growing because there's a lot of studies being conducted right now that are going to be published in the next year or so that are going to demonstrate further how we can use these oils to treat different conditions and diseases that, that we suffer from. So sandalwood, the aphrodisiac part, you know, it was a really neat study that I looked at, and they actually studied the limbic part of the brain. And that, that's, a, that's a very interesting part uh, because they studied the interrelationship between psychology and fragrance. And they studied emotions. Now, emotions that get affected by smells. And I know, you know, not long ago, if you said that, people would think, oh, you know, that's also in your head. Well, it's not in your head. That's actually a chemical reaction that happens in the limbic brain. The limbic part of the brain, by the way, it's the part that gives us pleasure. And, you know, and, of course, that pleasure includes the sexual drive. So uh, they found out from this study, and, they, and it was a very fairly decent study, 
uh, done in the – it started in 2010, and they finished it in, in 2013 or so, so it's fairly recent. So, the, you know, some of the components in, in the sandalwood oil actually uh, increase activity, the neurotransmitters in the limbic system, in a very specific area of the brain that is designed to provide sexual pleasure and, and increase libido. So, uh, you know, it's one of the things, it's no longer, oh, that smells good and I'm relaxed and it feels great. No, it's not just, people say, oh, you smell it and it makes you feel good. Yeah, but why? We know now that, that this, the oils are very, very complex entities. Uh, some oils have more than 100 different chemical compounds, and, and they, you know, affect the brain directly. They actually cross-vary and affect the limbic area of the brain, in the case of sandalwood, for example, uh, and induces, induces the pleasure part of the brain to become more active. And so, that, you know, we talk about aphrodisiacs, and, you know, we've, we've heard and talked that there's a lot of folklore about aphrodisiacs and so on, you know, eat oysters and so on and so on, but none of it really had a lot of uh, evidence behind it. But in this case, uh, no, this is not being studied on how the limbic part of our brain and, and, and you know that they're just tapping on the, on on this uh, on this fountain, folks. Uh, this is just starting, because what they're talking about is eventually having different uh, smells and stuff like that that activate different parts of the brain that, for example, uh, could become an appetite suppressant, eat less, or could, could make us feel, uh, you know, could fight pain. Okay, could induce, you know, the blockage of pain uh, that if if you get hurt in, in some way or whatever. So this is just a tap. But it was really interesting to see that they used sandalwood oil as an aphrodisiac with evidence behind it, with research behind it. Now the question comes after that, you know, now that we know that sandalwood, yes, it does have some, some, some research behind the, the aphrodisiac properties, which, which oil do we buy, which oil do we use? Well, you know, it's one of the things, like I said a little, little bit ago, that since the market is already telling us that it's going to be a huge industry worldwide, companies are jumping in to, to sell their oils and, and so on to be part of the market and the expansion. But, you know, companies also uh, they look at the bottom line and what they do, the practices, uh, they will buy a cheap oil, they will buy uh, maybe a synthetic oil that's not really natural and so on and so forth for, to make a profit. So that brings us to the male division of essential oils. And, and it's a company that we work with. It's called Seja International. And we don't have time to cover who Seja is, but we do some shows. We've done several shows about how Seja was started by a man that's uh, an icon in the wellness industry. When they opened the essential oil division, I think it was about four years ago or so, it has really, really boomed. It has really tripled the company's revenue because they did it right, folks. These are the only oils, the Ameo Division of Essential Oils from Seed International, are the only oils in the market that are certified clinical grade, not just therapeutic grade, they're certified clinical grade. Very hard to get, very expensive to get, but those are the same oils, the same potency and, and purity as the oils that are used in the clinical trials and studies. So that's what you want to get. And on top of that, they have something called Cert 5. Certified five, which is an extra vetting process that ensures 
the vendor ensures when the oils were picked, ensures you know what time of the year uh, the, the, the trees were cut and so on. I mean, there's a lot of detail that goes into this to ensure that these oils are unique in the market. As a matter of fact, every bottle of our oils has a code number on the bottom, <coughs> excuse me, that you can input on a website, and it tells you the complete story about that bottle. When was it bottled? When was it packed? What batch it came from? That's the only company that has that available, folks. So this is the male division of essential oils from Siege International. And, uh, again, uh, use this oil, the how you use it, the preferred way it's aromatherapy. It works very, very good. goes into the brain, to so the limbic part of the brain, through aromatherapy. But, of course, you can rub this oil on your body, all over your body. Uh, you know, always careful with, with private parts. Uh, but you can rub it on your wrist, behind your neck, bottom of your feet. It's an excellent area for this oil. Uh, you can rub it, you know, on your chest, on your chest and your hands. Uh, dab your forehead uh, with sandalwood oil. And, uh, you know, before that special date, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, and that's a reference to Valentine's Day, of course. So, Denise, that's our show for today on sandalwood oil. If you have any comments, uh, let me pass the show back to you. Okay, interesting. Thank you. And uh, I went and looked in my supply of essential oils, and sure enough, I have sandalwood there. <laughs> so would you like to give the audience your email address in case they have any questions for you there, Dr. Fred Valdez? Absolutely. Absolutely. My email is fredvaldez56 at gmail.com. Fredvaldez, and number 56 at gmail.com. And as always, my last name is spelled with an S, not a Z. Great. And if you'd like any more information or to look at the oils, and, and there's a lot more information than we can go into today, of course, on all the oils, in the ameo.com website, and that's A as in Apple, M as in Mary, E as in Edward, O as in orange.com, ameo.com, and, and enjoy that site. It's a fabulous site to learn more about essential oils. So we'd like to thank you, Dr. Valdez, for your research and your time, and we'd like to thank our audience for continuing to support this show, and we will be back next week. Have a great weekend, everyone. Bye-bye.